All right, welcome to episode number eight. It has been a minute. I've been I've been getting really hit hard with schoolwork and everything, and it's kind of taken a toll on me. But it's finals week; it's all almost over. But without wasting time, let's let's get into what I want to talk about. So going on right now and our fellow neighbors of Canada, there are euthanasias. And what a euthanasia is, is a medically assisted suicide. And in 2016 in Canada, that became a legal option of treatment for anyone 18 and over. And I want to take a look, look at this article from the Daily Caller. Euthanasia became a legal option for Canadians 18 years and older in 2016 who had to prove suffering from severe pain and have a reasonably foreseeable death, as well as two doctors signing off on the decision. That scene, if you read that alone, that seems reasonable, but I believe in Canada, they're doing it to people who are otherwise physically healthy. For instance, in 2021, over 10,000 people died to being useful, euthanized, sorry, which would, according to the Associated Press, they quoted it in this Daily Caller article. That's the proof that it's the sixth leading cause of death. I move further down to the end of the article. Some disabled Canadians are choosing to be euthanized not because of their disability, but because of mounting medical debts, the Associated Press found. Sean Taggart, a 41-year-old man suffering from ALS, opted for euthanasia in 2019, in part because he couldn't keep up with this high cost to allow him to continue living at home with caretakers. According to AP, Roger Foley, a man hospitalized in Ontario with a degenerative brain disease, was told by one staffer that it would cost $1,500 per day to keep him alive in the hospital before mentioning euthanasia, the outlet reported. The United Nations has raised concerns with Canada's government about the euthanasia policy. Independent experts continue to call for more restrictions, but the government is pushing ahead, insisting the aim to help Canadians die with dignity if they so choose. So, I, if someone is suffering from a disability or disease, I think everything needs to be done as much as possible to try to keep that person alive. For instance, I know ALS is a slow and really painful disease. And it's, I mean, it's a slow and painful death. I, so it's, it's tragic, but you, you might think that ALS would be a justified way of being euthanized, but I don't think people should be forced to choose between life or death, you know, just because they can't afford it. So, but I have another story pulled up and this one, it's, um, it's a bit disturbing. Take a look at the daily mail here. 
a disabled Canadian Army veteran who is a paraplegic, blasts the government for offering euthanasia for her when she was when she complained about how long it was taking to install a stair lift at her home. So in her house, it's a two-story house, and she so she hadn't been able to go up the stairs for a long time. But other than being a person having to use a wheelchair, she was otherwise perfectly healthy. And and she said in a quote, she was on a phone, you know, complaining about how long it took to get her stair lift in her house. And she had a phone call with a healthcare provider, and they said, Madam, if you are really so desperate, we can give you medical assistance in dying now. Just think about that. All you want is a stair lift in your house. You should be able to get up the stairs. And they say, oh, sorry. Well, the, on, on the other hand, you know, the, the other alternative is dying. You know, you can just die instead. And I, my problem with euthanasia, I think it's going to be used as an excuse to, for people, for governments and corporations to try to save money rather than actually trying to treat people as much as possible and promote life. So it's, it's very, it's very questionable. Yeah. Take a look at some more quotes from her. She said, it, it has isolated me greatly because I had to crawl down my butt with a wheelchair in front of me to be able to access my house. Yeah. Another quote is, I was like, I can't believe that you will give me an injection to help me die, but you will not give me the tools I need to help me live. It was really shocking to hear that kind of comment. Let's see, Gothier, that's that's her last name, was injured in an army training accident in 1989, suffering permanent damage to her knees and her spine. She competed in the 2016 Paralympic Games and Prince Harry's 2016 Invictus Games as a canoeist, powerlifter, and indoor rower. So, I mean, I mean, she's otherwise quite very healthy. And the Daily Mail also points out that euthanasias in Canada exceeded 10,000 deaths in 2021. So, if we take a look at another image, Canada over the years has, um, they go over their, you know, their guidelines, uh, what a person has to be going through in order to be eligible to be euthanized. So in 2016, when the bill was first passed in Canada, someone had to have a severe enough condition that death was 100% going to happen. So maybe ALS, as I mentioned earlier, could be approved, could be justified. And that's what you got to do to be eligible. And then to improve it, for, for, I mean, in order for it to be approved, two doctors need to sign off. In 2021, the conditions were a little bit loosened. Now, a person with a physical condition deemed intolerable 
intolerable, which also still needs approval from two doctors, a physical condition. So, so now if that woman, that woman just handicapped, but otherwise healthy could be euthanized. But a proposed change to the law in 2023, and this is where it starts to get a little bit disturbing. In 2023, starting in 2023, any person with a mental condition deemed intolerable can now be euthanized. So, what would be considered an intolerable mental condition? Would depression, is that intolerable? Could it be a, something as simple as anxiety? It's, it's a different question to answer. It doesn't really explain what, what kind of mental condition, but that's, but rather than helping people with mental illness, they're saying, oh, you could just die instead. It's, it has me worried about the future. I know this is Canada, it's our next door neighbors, but I think what's going on there could very easily go on here. I, I don't know. Let's take a look further down the article. Amir Falsoud, I think that's how you pronounce his name, a 54-year-old man applied for, applied for Canada's controversial medical assistance in dying program known as M-A-I-D, after the house where he lives was put on the market. Last, man, last month, a Canadian man facing eviction made, an international, made international headlines when he applied to be legally euthanized and die rather than face homelessness. Amir Falsoud, 54, applied for the drastic measure after the rooming house where he lives was put on the market. His debilitating untreatable back pain made him eligible for medically assisted suicide under Canadian law. Farsad has received one of the two doctor's signatures required to be accepted by the government euthanasia program, but a GoFundMe page set up in his name by a stranger wound up raising over $60,000, enough to get him new housing to change his mind about ending his life. Thank God. Last week, a Canadian fashion giant was accused of glorifying suicide after launching a media campaign that appeared to promote euthanasia. The All is Beauty vid ad launched by La Messian Simons centers around terminally ill women. Jennifer, only 37 years old, who ended her life with medication intervention in October. Three-minute video shows Jennifer and loved ones waving bubble wands next to the ocean, having picnics in the forest with friends, and watching a puppet show. In the audio overlay recorded weeks before her death, she says, I spent my life filling my heart with beauty, with nature, with connection. I chose to fill my final moments with the same. Last breaths are sacred. When I imagine my final days, I see music. I see the ocean. Ocean. I see cheesecake. Man. So as previously said, in 2023, starting in Canada, you only have to have something that's mentally intolerable, but 
I don't know, but what are the boundaries? Well, how mentally intolerable does it have to be? Could it be something as severe as schizophrenia? Or could it be something as a little less serious, just like some simple anxiety? But I don't know. It's honestly, it's, it's kind of dystopian. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever watched this, the show Futurama. Where the first episode, Fry walks into a suicide box in New York City in the year of 3000. And, I mean, I know it's a little nuts, a little crazy, even a little bit out there. But, I mean, it's not, it's not impossible that that couldn't happen. Um, but, something else I want to talk about is, you know, why, what gets people to that point, to want to end their lives well you know what why, why do people kill themselves i mean i mean suicide rates are pretty high and why rather than trying to help people as much as they can places like canada are just promoting people to just die instead of trying to help people as much as possible to live i'm not i think euthanasia could be justified if it's a if it's a last ditch effort if that's the only thing possible you know like if the law first proposed in 2016 a person i'll say it again a person with a condition severe enough that death is imminent that they're gonna die at some point no matter what maybe that could be justified, but someone with a physical condition, let's say they're paraplegic, I mean, but they're otherwise physically healthy, why why should they seek euthanasia? Why should they die? Man. And in 2023, you know, someone with a mental condition intolerable, I mean, that's that's even worse. Like if euthanasias in Canada were over 10,000 in 2021 due to physical conditions, now with mental conditions thrown in there, how, like how much higher could that be? How bad could it get? Because I don't know anywhere else. I know some places like Belgium and I think Germany too. Some other Western countries, not the United States, could happen. Maybe some states might legalize it. I don't know. Once again, you know, I'm still not totally on board whether I support a euthanasia or not, or whether it could be justified. Yeah, sorry, I gotta get some water. Hydration is very important. But, um... I was once listening to a podcast, you know, Timcast IRL. I've mentioned it before, good show. But uh, so they were mentioning the Golden Gate Bridge in San Francisco, how a lot of people commit suicide by jumping off the bridge. And so the few people that survive it, they say as soon as they jumped off that bridge, they regret it. And when they survived, they were happy to be alive. And 
I, man, I'm sorry, man. I'm just, I'm just kind of speechless. It's just really disturbing that this is where we're headed. You know, with mental health only getting worse and worse. I mean, it, if it's 10,000, you know, it could, it could double next year. And, man, it gives me, it leaves me really pessimistic about the future of the world. And how it can easily very come, how it can easily come to the United States if we're not careful. And it's really, really questionable. But let's see, we're about 17 minutes in. No, it hasn't been that long, but that's about all I have to say. Um, might move on to some other current events I want to talk about. So if you're not really interested in learning more about uh, euthanasias in Canada, you might as well go ahead and stop listening for now. Um, once again, I want to apologize for it being kind of over, well over a month at this point since I last posted an episode. So I apologize. I've been, I've been really busy. So I'll, I'll try to do a little bit better. But just some dystopian stuff going on in the real world. Rather than trying to figure out why people want to commit suicide and why it's such a big problem, we're just kind of promoting it. And I think this, I think that's what we need to focus towards. But I guess one thing I want to point out. So once again, if you're not really interested in talking about euthanasias in Canada, you might as well stop listening. But um, I do have a Twitter account now. It's just a personal account, but I guess I'll use it to advertise my podcast. I'm not really, I know I've been, I haven't been using Instagram that much because I'm not going to lie, Twitter's just, it's just better. Um, I think, I, I see a lot of people mad and that, that's another thing on top of euthanasia that I really fear in this country is like why, I'm just really confused why so many people are opposed to free speech um i'll say it it's if you don't like if you don't like what i say so be it if you're not a free speech absolutist you're no friend of mine and people always say oh i support i support free speech just not hate speech but sad reality the reality is not a sad reality it's just reality but some Free speech means even seeing things that you don't like. This is a, a harsh but honest truth, but hate speech is free speech. Um, that means seeing things that you may not like, you may not want to see, but when you censor people for wrong think, those people will only go to other social media platforms, kind of like True Social. I know it's Donald Trump's social media platform. I I made an account earlier in the year for it, but it was just kind of an echo chamber, and I kind of stopped you. I stopped using it. But but when you sense people, they're only going to go to places like that and only strengthen those beliefs that you claim to not like. So yeah. 
So I don't have my full trust in Elon Musk. I mean, he's just another billionaire. He has some questionable, questionable business dealings in China, but I do think he truly cares about making Twitter a good platform and a good place for free speech, because I think that's what we really need. And ever since I made a Twitter last month, I've been I've been really enjoying it. I think I think Twitter's pretty awesome. So hope you guys think the same. So I'll post my um, Twitter account in the descriptions if you guys want to follow me. I'll post a link to the podcast on the Twitter as well. So yeah. So hope you guys enjoyed the episode. And I'll I'll try to be a little bit more consistent. It's still finals week. It's almost Christmas. So hope you guys enjoyed. And uh, I'll have another episode soon. So peace out.